Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I'm your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is April 5th, and this is episode 181. Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful Wednesday. We've got some exciting things to talk about today in the price action. A couple things we need to go over as we've been talking about for the last couple weeks. And uh, yeah, there's a couple things in the news. Obviously Dogecoin has been absolutely taking off with the Twitter logo swap. Potentially we'll talk about that today. And I think there was one more piece of news here. Nothing really crazy. Obviously, Ethereum is looking at an upgrade in the following week or two. Um, I think we're about two weeks away from that, so potentially see some continuation of run-up on that. But anyway, let's get right into it. We'll talk about the news in a bit. So as always, we're going to start off by taking a look at our macro charts. The biggest thing that pops out to me right now in this current environment is that we continue to run into our resistances of our 618 as far as ETH goes, as far as BTC goes, previous what was support resistance flipping in that critical level of 28 to $30,000. And we're continuing to see volume basically going down for the last uh, three to four weeks. It kind of plays into the fact of, you know, the pullback that we've been looking for, hoping for, does tell us that potentially this pullback may be a little bit longer than expected. Obviously, it's taking a long time as it's consolidating along this level and it absolutely could still push through, right? We have continuation of momentum building to the upside overall um, with both ETH and BTC. So, you know, we're not completely out of the woodwork yet. It would be a lot healthier, I think, for the long-term, midterm, if we were to get that pullback in the shortcut, you know, in the next, say, week to a month um, is kind of a timeline I'd be looking for. It does look like we are starting to, you know, turn our things around on the daily and the four hour. We've continued to build more and more bearish divergences as far as this thing goes. I guess we'll start with daily here. Um, but as far as the Ethereum goes, probably still has at least a couple days here of strength. I don't see any real resistance until about $2,020. We potentially could see some sort of double top off that level, retest back down into our 382 or potentially as low depending probably about 15 to 1600 if we're if we're really lucky and it really ends up slapping itself at 2k um, I'd be looking for that 1650 type of zone as far as the short terms go if we start seeing rejection prior to 2000 like say from today onwards potentially a shorter downside type of run back into the 618 or the 786. So sometime uh, somewhere between 1800 and 1840, pretty much just retesting the previous what was resistance and now support. You know, what we can see out of this is potentially some sort of retest and then break through the 382 to retest it into that $2,000 level before seeing the more midterm macro playing out and pulling us back down in towards that daily level here of the 236 or the 382 if we decide to break this level. A retest back in here again obviously we're looking for higher lows overall no trends would be broken at that point we'd still be holding major support key level support all the good stuff and obviously squeezing the range tighter and tighter into the major resistance that we have at 2000 and what we have on bitcoin at 30,000 
uh, as far as the short terms go with Bitcoin, four hour, six hour, that sort of deal. Again, we're just seeing this thing just now continue, continuing to potentially turn down again. The fact that we've been seeing these invalidation, invalidation, invalidation of the four hour TCs means that we are looking for some sort of uh, heightened type of larger move to come out of this thing. Um, it's faking back and forth, so people are very uncertain and unsure about what's going to happen here. Um, a lot of people still getting very bullish, which, you know, obviously they should be. And this pullback hopefully just crushes some of those, um, some of the sentimental value for people, pushing them away, pushing them out of their longs. It creates more liquidity and, you know, we have a better, better chance of breaking through 30 for the more longer term if we can pull back now rather than popping through, getting rejected harder, right? That sort of thing. We haven't been seeing a whole heck of a lot of bearish uh, volume coming in. Um, I really just think that they're essentially tiring out the bulls slowly here at this level, continue to capitulate in this zone, and then hopefully accumulate at a later stage at a better price. Now, again, that could absolutely be wrong. We may end up seeing uh, this thing go for the full bearish divergence invalidation. In order to do so, we would need to see closes above 28.570 on a four hour or better candle closing basis, um, which we haven't seen that yet. We've been just closing lower highs as far as the candle bodies go. Um, and again, just overall bull, uh, bearish divergence stacking up here, potentially looking for that TC back down on the four hour in the next possibly four to eight hours more than likely eight to 12 hours actually, sorry, um, within the next can the next three candles. Um, and as far as ETH goes, you know, we are seeing some pretty significant bearish divergence here, about seven different indicators screaming right now on the, on the six hour, and I believe the four hour as well. It'll pop up, it's only showing three, interesting. Regardless, again, running into resistance right now, potential for just a quick tap back down. If BTC is going to follow the same type of deal that ETH is doing, we potentially could see another run up in towards 29,300 potentially here for another higher high with another bearish divergence potential here. If ETH needs one more thrust to get things done before everything kind of turns over, still be in our rejection zone. Overall, we'd still be looking for the same targets ish, maybe a little bit higher, maybe just a little bit closer to, uh, 26,200 rather than getting back into the 25k region. So you have to remember every time we take a step up, right, that retest target has to step up as well. So rather than maybe looking for 23, maybe now we're just looking for 25. Or if, you know, we pump up to 30, 31, then we're looking for a retest of maybe 28 or something along those lines. Um, for now, again, you know, I'm not pushed out of any position. We've still got divergence and we're still more than likely going to reject here. But if we see everything completely turn back up, we start to see divergences being invalidated on these medium-term timeframes. I'm gonna have to, you know, switch my thinking here and go basically full bull mode back um, fully into the long, cutting that short. Hopefully not too bad of a loss. That's how it goes. And again, this is, you know, if everything goes against the bears here, right, it's going to be a substantial move. Don't feel bad about a one to 2% loss in here when potentially we're, you know, going to reach up in towards 31, 32, maybe even higher. If this whole thing is potentially a bull flag and it turns all this bearish divergence against itself, 
right? We could absolutely be running up into the 36 to 38K region percentage wise on that last move from 20 to about 28.5 was about 42%. So if this thing absolutely breaks out, right? Ultimate target 40-ish K possible. That's again, if everything goes against the bears here, if the bears are going to have their way and we do reject, right? We're probably looking back into this retest zone and it's not very much, obviously, percentage-wise, not that great. Not that great. But huge opportunity for us. Because instead of now being 40%, we could potentially be looking for 60 to 70% from that low to the next high. Right? This is still a bullish scenario. If we hit the uh, support once more and we bounce and we retest what was very important key level resistance at 25 and we hold it as support and we continue. Um, coming over here to the total one, let's take a quick peek here. Um, midterms are doing the same thing as Bitcoin, essentially turning over slowly. Um, we're seeing bearish divergence between the money flow, the wolf pack, and the market liberator. <clears throat> you know, again, everything is screaming pullback right now, but it just doesn't, it doesn't always go that way. We are in a medium term uptrend, essentially. We have to keep that in mind. If this all gets turned on its head and turned back up, we could be seeing some very dramatic movement for the next uh, couple weeks to a couple months. We do see that the uh, daily, right, continues to bounce off the zero line on the money flow. Potential for re-triple confirmation here um, as of today's close. So this is telling us potentially, again, you know, a little bit more bullish in this medium macro term. But four day, obviously, potentially looking at red dot within the next close. Very possible within a day or so. Maybe even on the next, so about five days away, two candles away. I said we'd speak about Doge. Let's head over to this chart quick. See what we got going on here. Um, some pretty, pretty dramatic bearish divergence in this medium term. Uh, as you can see, yeah, there's quite a bit, quite a bit of bearish, uh, hidden bearish, normal bearish divergence going on here from this top. We can see that the four hour fibs did max out at a, almost 10 cents. Um, I think some sort of retest is necessary here as well for Dogecoin. Um, four hours already TC'd back down daily, showing signs of topping out at the fibs. So I would be looking back towards eight and a half to eight cents. Eight to eight and a half. Somewhere in this region would be spectacular. If it holds, we get a higher low overall. Everything's Gucci. Um, the big thing that I think we need to do, we need to break through this descending resistance level, which is essentially 10 cents. If we reject here, we retest, we go back to it, it's still about 10 cents. Um, that puts us closer to the end of the month if we are to turn down from here on a daily uh, time frame basis, essentially. Probably kind of chop sideways in this 10 to 8 cent region for the next three weeks or so. But if it starts popping through, we probably head up to about 15 cents on these next medium term highs with support flipped resistance, right? And then come back for that retest of about 10 cents, maybe, you know, a little bit higher. We could stop at 11, 12 cents, but that's what I'd be looking for. I'd be looking for closes at least on a four hour all the way up to a daily uh, above 10 cents before I, you know, for sure this thing is broken out. Right now it's actually about 10 and a half cents just for the time. If we spend another couple of weeks in this range, by the time we hit it again, it's a little bit closer to 10 cents on the dot. Um, so yeah, um, thoughts going back all the way into November of uh, last year. You know, we said anything below 10 cents at that point was a good buy. 
It is still maintained in this range, in this region between six and 10 cents. You're holding macro support. You've got potentially a massive, massive bull flag on the horizon. So be aware of that. This coin does wonderful things when it breaks out of bull flags. S&P, not doing a whole lot the last two days or so. Pretty much hit this high of 4,100. You know, now seeing soft rejection. Um, the medium terms turning down. Same with Bitcoin, right? There's a lot of resistance in this zone between 4,100 and 4,150. You need to be aware of that. And as soon as you get up another 100 points to around 4,250, you've got huge resistance as well. The fact that this is continuing to form uh, higher lows overall and that we're still rounding off this bottom is good. And again, I think like, you know, we've we've only got midterm and medium term bullish divergence and convergence right now. There's a bit of hidden bullish divergence going on on the convergence wave as well. Like it's a pretty strong overall <clears throat> reversal pattern as far as this goes. So as long as we see a higher low out of this point, we could come all the way back to 4,000 here. We could come all the way back to 3950. That'd be fine. That would kind of be the ideal type of retest zone. That would be right around 4,000. Um, if we push a little bit lower, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. But as long as we get that higher low overall, we'll be looking for continuation up as well. Dixie and U.S. tenure uh, continuing to push down on the U.S. 10. The Dixie had a little bit of a bounce today. Not really. Um, overall, these things, are, eh, we've got a bit of divergence in the medium term here. As far as Dixie goes, this may help push Bitcoin and the stock market down in the medium short term. Um, but as far as the macro goes here and medium term macro, obviously, we're still in a very heavy downtrend on the Dixie and the US 10 year. Daily US 10 rejected off zero line. The Dixie is just building more momentum to the downside. We can see clear rejections here off the wolf pack the money flow momentum is just tanking um, i definitely don't think that this is done by any means it's just it's hitting support again it's not the most significant support but we're right there you know between 100 and 101 is like everything for this thing if we start breaking below 100 right you got 97 that's a big drop as far as the Dixie goes, three points. And obviously, we've talked about this in the last episode as well. That breaking below 97, the last level of good support is 91. If you lose 91, I really can't say what would happen uh, to the Dixie going forward here. You lose this low, you're in big, big trouble. You know, the next major level we have would be like 80 or all the way down to 66. Good for Bitcoin. Good for stocks. That's all I'm trying to think about in the back of my mind. U.S. economy, terrible. Canadian economy, terrible. So be aware of that. You got quite a bit, again, you know, we've talked about this head and shoulders before on the U.S. tenure on this uh, daily four-day, right? You can see it very clear on the indicators as well. More than likely to continue playing out. We haven't broken the neckline yet. This thing hasn't seen the true drop yet. In my opinion, as soon as we start breaking below the market structure and the support that comes in at the same time, 3.3%, yeah, probably looking back into that 2.5% level. Okay, last thing, uh, obviously dominance, uh, BTC dominance. We're seeing rejection here, just like we're seeing on price. Uh, nothing, you know, 
China potentially, you know, is this leading the way for what we're seeing here because we have absolutely broken our lows as far as the medium term goes um, at around 47%, you know, sitting just under as of right now. Uh, if we were to come back up to 47.2, 47.18, something like that, retest, reject, or just even reject a lower high overall, more than likely heading back into that 46%, maybe another bounce. You know, I think it's going to kind of slowly stair-step its way down uh, before hopefully retesting support and then turning around again. Any questions, any concerns, anything that you guys want to add? Danny, Gigantor. Casper, Patty, Danny's input is love. <laughs> so yeah, so the main thing we're looking out for is the the daily divs to invalidate um, for us to change our our view, right, and change our positions. Well, I would say even four hour divs. Um, it, it, okay, so you know potentially as far as the four hour goes, we can invalidate one and still end up turning around and forming like a new kind of larger daily div. So the thing I'd be looking for is an invalidation of this second div from it looks like the 17th of last month. If you get if you get price and uh, the indicators above that level, right? That's what I'd be looking for for invalidation. At least that'll give it to you a little bit earlier than the daily. The daily may give it to you, you know, like way late, way late. And you only really need to invalidate the money flow and the liberator here as far as divergences go. And maybe, you know, these medium term stuff in the four hour, right? This daily div is a much more significant thing than what we have going on in the four hour, but they do correlate, right? The fact that there's this daily div lining up with all these four hour divs at the critical resistance level, right? And obviously if it starts popping through, right, we can still end up testing into this level and then reject. That would be, you know, class class a type of shit it happens all the time we've you know hit this top fib at around 31.2 and then pull ourselves back into wherever we're gonna go whether that's 25 or whether that's you know 23 still it's very possible right 618 retest of the whole thing on the daily would be kind of spectacular honestly but is it gonna happen possibly is the daily gonna re-triple confirm itself back up Right, because right now we had a closed red dot. We need to see the green dot confirmed. We need to see this bounce continue off the bottom of the zero line here on the wolf pack. And I think we need a potato signal. I do believe we did get a potato signal back here. So if we get the re triple confirmation, right, because it hasn't TC'd down yet, but it's it's in like the zone of right, it doesn't have all three lined up. Actually, sorry, we did not get the potato signal down. You can see that right here. If we get the MLB back into with a green dot confirmed though, re-triple confirmation should get us back into this you know, into the top of this range. Confirmed being like on a candle close basis, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, interesting. Very interesting. Yes. Yes, sir. They tend to do this always whenever you're, you know, coming to the end of some sort of trend or transitioning from one time frame trend into another, which could be very well what's happening now. You know, we're pushing this up into the larger time frames or continuing on the larger time frames. These shorter ones just may get pushed to the side, essentially. We will see. That's what I'd be looking for. Uh, as far as, the, again, the medium short terms go, um, if you were to, 
you know, get closes above 28,600 or 650 if you're being specific. And you see read triple cushion back up on the four hour, right? To invalidate again, it's breaking the high. It's going to try and invalidate divergences, you know, potentially cutting some of your short there or just closing it if you're not comfortable, right? But again, we're, we're very highly likely to see if it is going to pop up one more time, it's looking like a fat fake out. But, you know, we, uh, we can't be sure of that. There's a lot riding on what happens in this medium term. All right, friends, I think with all that being said, yeah, we're going to cut. Uh, I guess we'll go quickly, quickly and talk about, obviously, I think it was not a crazy thing, but obviously Dogecoin, <laughs> the logo was displayed on Twitter. We're talking about $26 million worth of liquidations now on Dogecoin. You know, when we looked at the chart, obviously, we're running into critical resistance. We're at the top of the fibs. It makes a lot of sense that it would see some sort of rejection here. Maybe go for some sort of more medium macro uh, bullish divergence here. Or, you know, maybe a soft rejection and then pop through. It's very, it'd be just as easy to do so. We've got a lot of bullish divergence stacked up on this macro. As it's been coming down here from 70 cents, right? We've hit low, low, lower, low, lower, low. Divergence, bullish divergence, bullish divergence. Now, potentially, we've got converging waves. We've got higher lows here and higher lows. Overall, the money flow is turning back up. Yeah, I, you know, if you get a big fat move to the downside, I'd be buying the crap out of that. You know, five cents again, huge. If it goes lower and we see bullish divergence between those levels, huge. Um, I definitely don't see it breaking below three cents. You know, just as it's held up this whole time, probably it was almost two years straight in this channel. I don't expect that to break. But if we do pop below you know, six cents, five, six cents, um, we could go as low as three. Just be aware of that. You know, I don't think this is the perfect ideal time to be buying at resistance unless it obviously breaks out and retests. If it retests and it holds, go for gold. You're buying at the same price you're looking at right now. But it's a lot safer to buy the retest than to like prematurely buy the, you know, the, the not hasn't broken out yet. So be aware of that. All right, guys, um, big stuff coming up on April 20th. It is our one-year triple confirmation anniversary. We're doing a little bit of a get-together in the Discord. We've got some uh, wicked announcements coming out on that date as well, so make sure you guys have some time for that. Uh, it is scheduled in the Events tab in the Triple Confirmation Discord. Um, and as always, make sure you check out TripleConfirmation.com for all your trading bot needs. And uh, I'll be sure to catch you guys in the next episode on Friday. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh,